Hello, and welcome to the Overflow Podcast. My name is Craig Booker. The title of this episode is Who Needs to Be Awake All Night? The material in this episode is inspired by Winning the War on Worry by Louis Giglio. Note, I will talk a lot about mental health, but please note this is not a substitute for therapy or mental health care. The title of this episode is Who Needs to Be Awake All Night? So we are finishing up the the last chapter of this book. This section or this chapter starts by Louis opens with a story. He says, you may know this scene well. Suddenly in the middle of the night, you are jarred awake. Something within, within startled you. And now you are fully conscious, your mind spinning with a situation that's been causing you a great deal of worry and consternation. You tried to sleep, but your mind couldn't downshift into rest mode. Now your heart and mind are racing. You glance over at the clock on the nightstand or reach for your smartphone. It's 2.27 a.m. again. So he, he begins with this, this scenario that's probably familiar to anyone that's dealt with worry or fear or anxiety. He goes into talking about you know, maybe what's going to happen is after this occurs is you're going to toss and turn all night and end up in the morning just more tired and frustrated than you were when you started when you went to bed. And he goes in to, and he says, a night of sound sleep may sound like a small thing, but it is a good picture for us as we head toward the finish line of winning the war on worry. When you think about a life characterized by peace, your mind likely jumps to someone who is restful, and few things are more restful than a good night of uninterrupted sleep. God knows there are are few things more restful than a good night's sleep. And so in Scripture, we will find references to sleep, and just a few of these that he points out are Psalms 23.2, and this is from the NIV, It says, he makes me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside quiet waters. The second one is Psalms 4.8. In the NIV, it says, in peace I will lie down and sleep. For you alone, Lord, make me dwell in safety. Louis goes on to say, one of the great rewards of winning the one worry is that you no longer have to be subject to sleepless nights. That's not God's way. He himself is up throughout the night, so you don't have to be. And he's keeping you safe and at peace. He goes into a section that's titled, Fix Your Gaze Heavenward. And he says, Our God is a God of peace, and he leads us towards rest if we will let him. So how do we do that? Like, how do we get towards this rest or peace? He says, First, we fix our gaze on our Heavenly Father. I have set the Lord continually before me, because he is at my right hand, and I will not be shaken. Therefore, my heart is glad, and my glory rejoices. My flesh also will dwell securely. That's Psalms 16, 8 through 9 in the NASB 1995. Louis goes on. He says, David, the one who penned Psalm 23 and talked of having no fear in the middle of Death Valley, David knew all kinds of trouble, despair, and hardship, and he knew what it was like to fail uh, and to bless. I think my notes have a little bit of typo in there. Uh, to, to fight 
mighty armies and to be betrayed by those closest to him. This isn't something, he's talking about this process of fixing our gaze on our Heavenly Father. And he says, this isn't something I do once in a while. It's the constant activity of recentering my thoughts and shifting my focus to get God in view. When we do this, three things will happen. When we fix our eyes on our Heavenly Father, when we put him at the center of our view, he says, for one, my heart is glad. Uh, I have a shift in my emotions. I replace fear with the knowledge that God is with me. Two, or second, it says, I rejoice. Worship displaces worry as praise fills my mouth. Third, my body rests securely. Uh, It says, I rest knowing that God is in control. Chances are you have tried this before. So you have tried to remember a, a Bible verse in the middle of your struggle with little or no success. And if you're like me, in the middle of your struggle, my memory typically fails me. It, it's really unreliable. So what do we do about this? Like, how do we correct this situation? And Louis says, the most important step in finding rest is focusing on, on the God you are continually setting before you. The Almighty One, the maker of heaven and earth, make every effort to make sure He is always at the forefront of your thoughts. So he's describing this as a process we're continually doing. We're, you know, we may be struggling to do this. I know it's a challenge for me is to continually put God before me. And so He goes into a new section talking about God, and as we're thinking about this, he's saying to focus on these attributes of God. And he goes into saying that God is awake, he is alert, and he is able. So these are the things that we're supposed to focus on. Uh, And so God who is ever before you is always awake. He's never been tired or weary. The Almighty has never once closed his eyes in sleep. He who watches over you will not slumber. Indeed, he who watches over Israel will neither slumber nor sleep. Psalms 121, 3 through 4. So God does not sleep. He is always awake. We, as his children, don't have to stay awake because he is always awake and he is in control. And next he goes into, after talking about God is always awake, he says God is alert so uh, Psalms 139.4 of the NIV says, Before a word is on my tongue, you, Lord, know it completely. That means before I have a need that causes me to voice a prayer, God already knows about it. He sees the whole path ahead of me before I even take the next step. He also says that God is able. So, you know, he, he goes into saying, okay, great, it, he's awake and alert, but if he's not able, what use is any of this? And so he says, God is able. Not only is God able, but he is also working on your behalf, whether you see it or not. It's important to clarify that the fact that God is awake, alert, and able might not automatically mean that your circumstance pivots to your desired outcomes. You know, in other words, it doesn't mean you're going to get exactly what you want, regardless of God being uh, awake, alert, and able. Louis goes on, it says, as you lie down at night, I encourage you to say to God, thank you that you will be awake all night. 
Thank you that you are watching over all that concerns me. I believe you are able to do exactly what you want to do. I need rest, so I will trust in you. Louis says to take this approach is to be rooted in the realization that God is in control, awake, alert, and able 24-7. Louis goes on, he says, to truly believe this is to say with the psalmist, unless the Lord builds the house, the builders labor in vain. Unless the Lord watches over the city, the guards stand watch in vain. In vain you rise early and stay up late, toiling for food to eat, for he grants sleep to those he loves. Psalms 127, 1 through 2. So as we're transitioning, wrapping up this last section there, uh, Louis talks about the one last weapon in our war on worry, and that's a grateful heart. So the next section is the power of a grateful heart. Uh, it's a scientific fact that gratitude positively affects mental health and reduces the anxiety that leads to worry. A recent publication found that when we express gratitude and receive the same, our brain releases dopamine and serotonin, the two crucial neurotransmitters responsible for our emotions, and they make us feel good. They enhance our mood immediately, making us feel happy from the inside. All right, so he goes on, looks like he's quoting Philippians 4, 6 through 7 of the NIV. Do not be anxious about anything, but in every situation by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, present your request to God. And the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. He says, pay special attention to the phrase, with thanksgiving. So you remember I talked about how in the middle of my struggles, I really have a hard time or my brain has a hard time remembering Bible verses or key truths in scripture that kind of would help me in that situation. Here's where Louis speaks that. He says, worry causes us to have spiritual amnesia, making us forget that God is the one who has brought us through every trial and difficulty. Gratitude reminds us of his faithfulness and his faithfulness boosts our confidence no matter the situation. All right, so we have discussion questions for this section, and we'll go over those on a high level, and then I would encourage you this week to kind of dive into these as you have time. It says, number one, what are you grateful for? Take some time to list out every single thing that comes to mind. Two, rest is a reaction to something that makes us feel safe. How do the power and authority of God help lead you to rest well? Three, we counter spiritual amnesia by recalling what God has done for us in the past. What has he done for you that you can stand firm upon? And four, what is the current soundtrack of your mind? Are you listening to songs of worship or songs of worry? What do they sound like? That's all for this episode. If you would like to receive updates about future episodes of Overflow, head over to overflow.community slash subscribe. Remember, no one should face anxiety or depression alone. Join a growing community learning about brain health and following Jesus. For more information, head over to overflow.community connect.